welcome to episode number 18 of the Monica Amazer podcast. I am Monica, your host, and I am so glad that you're here. Wait, are you listening to me as you're driving? Because I always listen to podcasts when I'm driving. Very rarely I'll have some spa Reiki music on as I drive to chill. But for the most part, it's podcast time. And also in the shower. I have a special shelf in the shower. I got it on the Amazon and it allows for my phone to stay dry as I listen to podcasts. Or when I'm getting ready for the day and putting my makeup on. Those are the three most common times. Also when I'm folding laundry. But <laughs> side note. So this is why my episodes for you are 10, 15. 20 max minutes long so that you can listen to me as you do the other things. So are you listening to me in the car? Please let me know however way you can. Um, I am in the car recording this episode for you because it was coming out of me and I couldn't wait another second and I had to put it. I want to say on paper but I'm not putting it on paper. I had to record it for you. It has to reach you. It's coming out of me to you right now three to one go so oftentimes i'll ask clients or people with whom i have conversations on daily basis what would resonate with you if i was to speak to you about it on the podcast and one of my clients mentioned worrying and it was confronting to me to hear this because i thought to myself i don't have anything to say about worrying Um, if i ever use the word worry it's in the context of no worries as in it's fine and that's it and it literally took me a couple of days of thinking and realizing hey i cannot satisfy this request because i do not know i have nothing to say about worries until i started looking for content online and specifically videos and ted talks because i love those um to hear what other people had to say about worries and it it daunted on me that worry and anxiety are actually very similar and that being said I do have something to say not because I deal with them on daily basis or regularly and even if I do I let them go really quickly so (laughs) let's talk about worries let's talk about worrying The first thing that comes to my mind when it comes to fear, anxiety, and worry, because I think that's a group of of feelings that could be grouped up together, or maybe not for all of you, but maybe yes. First thing that comes to my mind when it comes to worry is someone who worries is not present in the moment, in this moment right now. When you are worrying, you are worrying about something that happened that will happen potentially right in the future or you're thinking with worry and anxiety about something that happened in the past and you're worrying that it's going to impact the future somehow so therefore you are completely not present in the moment right this moment right now as it is so the first thing to notice when you're doing your worrying would be how is it that you're not grounded right how is it that you are not paying attention to now and what you have now and the things that good bad and ugly and pretty and other things that you have right now things that you could be grateful for people who you have in front of you um, all the things that the universe delivers to you that you could be grateful for but instead you choose to be in the past or in the future so Perhaps reading some books such as The Power of Now would help you 
with grounding yourself in the in this moment, right? This moment. Um, so that would be the one thing to notice about your worries. Now, another thing, and that's something like in the background that calms people's worries and anxieties down is, and I use it a lot when it comes to work, and for me it's about focus, it allows me to focus better, is Reiki music, and I'll just find it on YouTube and find something that resonates and just play it over and over and over again. Sometimes it's a couple hours, so you can just play it. It's not something that will distract me specifically um, you know, because there's no singing in there and there's no elements of nature even, but it's something that plays in the background and somehow subconsciously allows my brain to uh, focus on the things that I'm doing instead of getting distracted. So maybe something like this would help. But also, I have a very matter of a fact approach, right? And, you know, there might be people who have a more gentle approach, if you will. And I, with my Eastern European upbringing, or Central European, believe it or not, Poland is apparently in Central Europe. I always consider myself Eastern European. Anyways, um, I have a very matter-of-a-fact approach. And the first thing that I would ask you, and I've actually had that conversation with one of my lovely clients a while ago. She was uh, considering to quit her job and open her own business. And she had all these worries and anxieties about it and my question for her was what is the worst case scenario that will happen if you quit your job and you start your business like what is you're worrying you're worrying you don't want to do it you want to do it but you don't want to do it you're not you're afraid to make this move so what is the worst thing that can happen that would make this whole thing a fiasco right what is the worst thing that could happen uh, not only think about it but write it all out right write it all out so if you quit your job and open your business and you're not successful what is the worst thing that's going to happen you're gonna spend your savings you might have to change your lifestyle for a little bit or maybe you have to close your business go back to work so what is like what is the worst thing what's the the, the thing that paralyzes you from moving forward because when you are actually getting yourself familiar with the worst case scenario, uh, it's not actually as scary as you, you're making it to be. Um, I don't have a ton of experience in public speaking in front of large, large groups in person, face to face. But if I was to be asked to do it, I would most definitely say yes, for example. And that's not because I'm ballsy or something like that. That's because I know that the worst thing is that someone in the audience will think that I suck. That's that. Um, but back in the day, when I would give in to my worries, I would think that people are going to find me online and write me bad reviews and they're going to hate me. And P.S. If someone hates you or dislikes you, it's not you with that hate or dislike. It's them sitting with these feelings. So it has nothing to do with me. So either way, if I was offered to speak in front of a large group, I would absolutely accept it because I love contributing to people and I'm not a pro at it. But two things, one, I can get better through practicing and two, um, the worst case scenario is not scary to me. So therefore, the second thing for someone who worries a lot would be to acknowledge what is the worst case scenario? What's the worst thing that can happen if your worst future was to come true? 
okay then we go to number three a lot of times people worry about nonsensical things i know i made up the word nonsensical but i didn't want to curse so a lot of times we worry about you know getting more money for a project or um someone worries about i don't know that their appliance at home broke or someone worries about hmm, i mean things that could be important right like health but also we don't have any control over that i mean we do but to an extent i worried this morning because benji's nail broke and i worried that he's gonna get an infection and he's gonna he's gonna have a problem with it but all in all i can take care of the nail and leave it alone for benji's amazing body to heal the nail and that's it benji's my french bulldog for those of you who don't know so that's that when we're worrying about things such as you know more money for a project or an appliance at home breaking think about the perspective that we're taking think about the perspective that we're taking couple months ago I was sick with COVID and I was really really sick as in I when I'm sick of this kind I don't feel hungry so therefore I didn't eat so I was really weak and I had the fever and it was really messing with my head because I'm not used to not doing my life purpose on daily basis so it was really hard for me to be in bed and I thought to myself man oh man I would be so happy to just do the regular things i would be happy to clean my house even if my vacuum wasn't working i would clean it on my knees and i would be so happy to do my regular chores that normally could be annoying or worrisome or time consuming and therefore worrisome or annoying because i was sick imagine you know us worrying about the washing machine breaking at home But how many people in the Ukraine right now can't even access their washing machines at all? How many people in the world have never had a washing machine? How many people would be so happy to be able to live in a home the way you live or I live? Perspective is everything. You know, as I'm recording this right now, the war in Ukraine is on the all-time high. It's been a month. It's awful to see everything that's going on. So for those of you who worry about things such as wanting more money or wanting more influence or wanting more business or wanting more followers or wanting more something, I invite you to watch the videos from the Ukraine with people fleeting their homes with people and this isn't it's not a political chat here it's just humanity humanity people's homes being destroyed people leaving what they consider their homeland people families being split fathers and husbands staying behind and women with children leaving going to unknown places to unknown people to unknown futures when you look at that it really moves me my my voice is breaking a little bit but when you look at that all the things that we're dealing here with are my no are not significant because i get to go home and sleep in a warm bed 
with a phone in the fridge, my dog sleeping peacefully downstairs, and that's that. I don't have to worry about a missile hitting my house. And so I think perspective is everything. Perspective is everything. So I'm not going to tell you to watch every morning videos from the Ukraine and having people and, you know, seeing people lose every for you to look at people who are losing everything for you to see people who are fleeing their countries kids crying people being killed but that's the perspective like look from a bird's eye view not only as you as the center of your universe I get it we each one of us is the center of our own universe but do your best to remove yourself from that center and look for from from above look at your situation from up above and appreciate all the things you have because you have all the things that many people in the world would love to have right now you're listening on your phone you have internet chances are you ate maybe you're driving a car right now or maybe you're in your house or maybe you're taking a walk not worrying about a missile flying over your head all of us things are things to be thankful for and a lot of times we forget because we think we are the center of our own universe and we think that something inconveniencing us is a major inconvenience but yet if we were to take a perspective that's different if we were to look from birds eye view someone from here where you are and look the same person on a different continent or in a different country what do they have to deal with versus us and that's not to create toxic positivity no it's just being real being able to compare the realities in other places and acknowledging and and consequently acknowledging hey i actually don't have it all that bad so that's that and then health things you know, a lot of times people worry about health and health things. There are things that we can control and there are things we cannot control. And control, I mean, be responsible for. Like our movement, our water intake, our stress level, our sleep, our food. We can be responsible for all of these things. And yet, sometimes freak of nature and something happens that we're, we're getting sick or hit by a car and something that we have to then deal with happens so when you're worrying about health and stressing and and creating anxiety for yourself you're only making it worse for yourself so just remember that there's there are things that we can influence and there are things that we cannot influence and so influence or do what you can control what you can and i don't like to say control what you can because a lot of times it sounds like a be a control freak but what i mean is take responsibility be responsible for the things you can control and leave alone the things you can't. Don't focus there. There's the episode on habits. Habits. I think it's episode, I don't know, five, six, maybe. You have to shift. Also, because here's here's why I'm bringing this up, the, the habit episode. Worrying is a habitual thing. It's a habitual thing. Just like smoking cigarettes, just like complaining, just like gossiping just like overspending money 
just like drinking and smoking weed, all of these things are habits. It's all habitual. And your brain doesn't realize it's positive or it's negative. It's just a habit. So when the time comes in your brain, the habit voice says, hey, it's time to do it right now. And then you go and do it. So you can train yourself not to worry constantly if you choose choose so. Um, and what also helps is getting busy, but not the kind of busy where you're scrolling on TikTok or you're scrolling on Instagram or you're scrolling on the news to find all the negative that are, things that are happening to confirm your idea that the world is ending and everything is just doomsday. Getting busy as in go exercise, take your dog on a walk, play piano, play with your kids, call your kids if they're grown-ups, read a book, garden, I don't know, cook some good food, that kind of busy where you're not sitting there in your head but rather be out there in the world. And last but not least, when it comes to material possessions, and don't get me wrong, I love nice material things. I'm sitting in my G-Wagon right now. I love nice things and I work for my nice things. But we don't take these things to the grave. At the end of the day, we all die. We don't take any of these possessions with us. So struggling, killing yourself to make more money, to buy a better car, or to buy a bigger house, or God forbid, buy things to impress others, like brand clothes or things like that. You're just killing yourself for nothing. You will not impress the people because they don't care. I mean, truth to be said, nobody cares. You might inspire them, sure. But what if you're doing this at the expense of your own health? Is it worth it for you? You already have everything that you need to have. You're listening to this podcast. That means you have two functioning ears. What if I told you, hey, give I'm going to give you 100 grand for your hearing or sight. How about a million dollars? I give you a million dollars for your leg or for your arm. Would you do it? Chances are not. So look, you have all the things. Your life, your well-being, your health, your physical body, it's worth so much. I mean it. A lot of times I talk to um, my partner and sometimes he jokingly says, ha, let's sell Benji on Craigslist. And I am very, Benji again is my super French bulldog. I would not pay any, I would not take a hundred grand for Benji, half a million dollars, a million dollars, even a billion dollars. I, I wouldn't. I have everything I need. So I would not worry ever about or be anxious about all right well now I need to struggle or or worry about you know making more money to to buy a bigger house or to buy a better car or to buy better clothes my health my life really remember always put it in the perspective for yourself when I had COVID I would have been so happy just just to walk downstairs from my bed to the kitchen and to grab a glass of water. And I felt so weak and so dizzy and so not good. Respectively, back in the day when I was a nanny, to have a house the way I do now, do I want a nicer house? Yes. But sometimes I wake up and I'm so thankful. I literally cannot believe that this is my house. 
I'm an immigrant. I moved to this country at 21 with $100 in my pocket from my parents, not speak, not having speak, not speaking any English, not having any experience in anything, and being just excited to be here. And not even 20 years later, I have my business. I get to impact the world. I drive my dream car. I have my own house. Like these things. The old Monica from 10 years ago, from five years ago, she would have been like, what? If I were to show her what she accomplished, and I am 100% confident that you have accomplished things in your life, that the old you would have been very, very proud of yourself. So be it. Just be it. Worries are you not being present in the moment. Ground yourself through exercise which is to me meditation through movement through listening to reiki music through meditation and yoga or guided hypnosis ground yourself because the more you're going to be present in the moment the less you're going to be out there worrying about the future or the past you can absolutely do it thank you so much for being here please connect with me on instagram and linkedin and pinterest and facebook under my name, Monica Amzer, and I so appreciate you being here. Thank you.